What's up everyone? Welcome back to the Sunday Leagues Investors channel. My name is Brian and today we have a amazing guest. Actually, our most famous guest, actually. We, <laughs> we, we did have a really famous guest, Jojo JMS, but we have a YouTube uh, star in the house today. Uh, but no, Nate, uh, the foot accountant, you're known a lot on Twitch, I believe. And then you also have a really large YouTube channel um, that talks about FIFA Ultimate Team. And we're, I'm really honored to have you on here. I know we've been talking a little bit. And yeah, you do, you do a lot of investment advice on FIFA Ultimate Team and you have a really loyal community. And yeah, I just wanna just uh, kind of introduce yourself. And uh, I don't know if I did a good job on that. <laughs> Yeah, you did a pretty good job. I mean, I wouldn't call myself famous by any means, but um, <laughs> it, it is a lot of fun being able to talk about the, the FIFA market and stuff. And yeah, so I basically am a FIFA content creator and inside of FIFA Ultimate Team, the most popular game mode, if you're familiar with FIFA, there is a mode or there is a mode called Ultimate Team and uh, which is where you kind of collect cards, build your team. And there's a way to buy cards to sell cards so it's kind of like collecting in real life as well so that's why i think i kind of got into the whole irl soccer card collecting too is because of my background with fifa and knowing that the card stuff and the investing part me being somebody on that fifa market who likes to trade and make coins inside the game i think that directly relates to wanting to invest in soccer cards as a longer term investment too so that's why i enjoy it i think so but dude, it's awesome to like have you here. And it's just crazy. We were talking about this before we got on and how the similarities of FIFA Ultimate Team and soccer cards. Um, first off, though, I know you told me Spurs are your favorite team. That's right. Yes. Right? I'm a Tottenham fan. You're a Tottenham fan. Uh, well, you know, uh, hey, Mourinho, he has tricks up his sleeves. I, th I think so. He does. Um, but what do you see the outlook of Tottenham, by the way? Uh, I mean, I think that the Sun and Kane partnership has just stole the spotlight and that's kind of what's taken us to even being, I mean, of course we were leading the league at one point, but um, yeah, I mean, I, Kane and Sun are kind of carrying us is honestly how I feel <laughs> right now. Like if they're not scoring goals, then we're not winning games. So <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. That's true, man. But hey, so yeah, I want to just kind of like put the floor out there for you because like, you know, first off, FIFA Ultimate Team is such a huge game, and we we talk about a lot about crossing over, like a lot of FIFA Ultimate um, Team um, players, uh, gamers that come over to the soccer card hobby, and you're one of the one of the more prominent ones that are in it. And I just find it super interesting. You know what made you want to get into soccer cards in the first place? Because FIFA Ultimate Team is pretty similar, like you said, but it's very different. True. Yeah, you're right. It is very different because it's all virtual and it's not there's no real money behind it in terms of the cards you're buying on the game or using the in-game virtual coins versus when you're investing in a soccer card real life, you're paying your own money. So I think a lot of the similarity just relies or just goes in the fact that in, in FIFA, there's a lot of different cards that come out for each player. Like you might have a guy like um, Christian Pulisic who has his like base card at the start of the game, but then he'll have good performances or EA releases different promo cards that would be kind of like how uh, there's numbered cards and how there's like different variations of cards in real life, like a, whether it's like a silver or like a prism or I don't know, right, just thinking parallel. of examples. Yeah, yeah, parallel, exactly. So that's where I think some of the similarity comes in. And in FIFA, people like to collect those cards by putting them in their team and then being able to use them in the game. And the thing that I like about 
the real life soccer card market is being able to put those cards and know that you're investing in them and they also look cool and they look different and they have different types and i don't know yeah that that similarity to me is where i think that's what led me into the soccer card market is just the different types of cards the the fact of just economics too like i like trading on fifa and making in-game coins and i like the idea of investing in a, in a card and letting it rise over time as it becomes more rare and as that player maintains you know uh, a prominent their player their form yeah exactly yeah yeah so what so how'd you get specifically into where'd you hear about star cards though right like i i just think find that super interesting because like i i found out well i found out about cards just from uh, influencer Gary Vaynerchuk, just cards in general, and I got deep into soccer cards. I think by by, I just think I heard somebody just say Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Lionel Messi is really cheap, and literally that's how I got started. Gotcha. Yeah, so I got started through another FIFA content creator um, was kind of getting in with uh, a card breaker. Um, so they were kind of watching that card breaker, and they kind of led me to that person. His name was. Soccer Breakers FC on YouTube. I think he's one of the most popular breakers. Um, and so I kind of watched his stream and the similarities of what we do in FIFA and opening packs to get those virtual cards is what he does opening, you know, the breaks to get IRL cards. And I think that similarity kind of got me into the hobby. And then I realized like, hey, you can just buy these cards themselves and you don't have to open a break to get the cards. <laughs> oh yeah. Did you participate in a break by the way? Or y yes, I've gone into like one or two and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste of money. So, okay. You got to tell us what, what, what um, slot did you buy? <laughs> I bought a Panini Chronicles Tottenham Hotspur spot. I think it was, it was only like 39 bucks or something like that. But all oh, okay. I got was like a, I got like a base Lucas Mora and I was like, I just paid 40 bucks for this like, <laughs> <laughs> what, a, like but, a, what a joke right <laughs> yeah and then i look on ebay and it's like a dollar card so <laughs> yeah so like i understand like how the breaks work and stuff but of course that was that kind of brought me to like hey like why don't i just buy this card if i want to have it on ebay or in a facebook group or something so yeah and, and you told me how that's very similar to fifa ultimate team how fifa ultimate team players you recommend buying singles instead of like breaking packs virtual packs right yeah absolutely like the way things work inside of fifa just like how it works when you open a box like you're not guaranteed to get anything really cool uh out of a soccer break when you open a box or whatever it may be uh, or a case um and the same thing in fifa like the odds are really low that you pack something incredible like uh, a special variant of a card that's out right. or whatever so that rarity i think is just what makes the pack opening aspect similar between IRL and between FIFA. So. You know, I, I wanted to know like what packs could you set, resell those packs, by the way, I, I'm just curious on, on the open market or no on FIFA. No, yeah, yeah, can't. no, <laughs> no. So like you open the pack and all the stuff you get is yours and you, you can buy, you can then list it up on the market or like put it inside of your club, but you can't like, you can't sell an unopened pack basically all okay. the contents inside the pack okay because because me and bob were kind of joking around the other day saying how why don't people just break fifa ultimate team packs like like do a breaking like yeah. break and act like run a break but you don't have to actually ship it you know yeah um, no i see what you mean yeah so you can't do that 
Nah, you couldn't really. Do that. <laughs> okay. I don't think. <laughs> I'll be running that. I'll be running breaks all day then. It'll be super easy. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a really cool concept, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, FIFA, if you're listening, there's another money grabber. There you go. Yeah. Figure yeah, it out, so. eSports. <laughs> for real, for real. And so another thing, I was watching your videos, and you mentioned a lot about the most popular players. Yeah. Do you, do you know, is there any, like, re- relevance with, like, the popular players list and, like, um investment wise for like actual cards or is that is a good way to look into it or is that how much speaking gibberish yes no that is 100 correct because like in fifa i mean guys that are the most overpowered and the most meta inside of the actual game are the players that people like to buy into the most right it makes sense because they want to have the best cards that they performing in their in the game so like mbappe and neymar are incredibly overpowered in FIFA. But then you have like really random cards like um, Renato Sanchez, the Portuguese yes. center defense. Hey, he's mid. a sleeper. You're, he's a sleeper, bro. Sleeper. And he and I wonder how much this will affect like the actual soccer card market in the future. But he this year on FIFA is like so well known. Like everybody there's sometimes in FIFA, there's those those guys that maybe aren't, you know, super popular in the world of soccer or of football. But because of FIFA, their card is very overpowered and they just get a lot of attention, a lot of hype. You know, it reminds me of um, when I was playing for a while, like I remember um, Zabata was like insanely overpowered at one point. Marie, Uh Muriel, Muriel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Atalanta. He was so fast. I remember. Oh, yeah. Like you always wanted him on your team because he was cheap. I remember. Yeah. Another guy that's really overpowered that has been in the past couple FIFAs that's made a name for himself is... uh, Chucky Lozano or Lozano. Oh, Lozano. Uh, okay. The Mexican. Okay. For, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of crazy how, and again, like it makes me think, I wonder if in the future, a lot of young guys that play FIFA that are collecting cards, like if those guys will have some value in the future, because like it's an IRL connection to when, Oh, I used that guy in FIFA, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love how you're saying I- IRL. <laughs> yes, sure. you, you have to, you have to like, um, put that out there. Uh, and one thing I, I noticed on your videos that we, what you talk about is super, super like it's, it's this exact same concept with, um, cards, I guess anything in general, just supply and demand. You talk about mm-hmm. rarity about yeah. uh, cards. You talk about timing. Like I was watching how you're t- looking through graphs and looking through timings of how prices rise and decrease. Super mm-hmm. similar to how we look at things and you look at market trends, you know? Um, I guess like, w- how do you decide, like, and, and is there a lot of different variations for these FIFA Ultimate Team cards? I, I, I don't have that much experience in these. So like I'm learning myself too. Cause like, you never know, maybe I get into it a little bit. Yeah, no, for sure. Like it's, there's a lot of things like I think of the, the soccer card market and I think of, you know, how like Holland and Ansu Fati and Pulisic yeah. and maybe like Greenwood and Phil Foden are cards that are some people might say are like too expensive right now for their own good in a way or like they're just they're too hyped up, maybe, I guess, yeah, in a sense, because yeah, yeah. they're not technically like proven yet, maybe. Um, and that happens a lot in FIFA as well, like um, cards will get over invested in because people think they're going to go up but actually right. what happens is they end up going down because everybody invested in that card expecting it to go up and it just goes down because the demand isn't there no and, i see what you're saying yeah mm-hmm. yeah the prices have gone up too much and the demand isn't there to sustain it exactly right yep. yeah so is there a ways to see like because you know for example holland's a really good example how like his top chrome sapphire is going up in price like crazy 
right? Yeah. However, though, there's also different variations that you can look into that actually has kind of like a sort of a lag effect. Like you look at his top's finest. That's like mm -hmm. one of his jerseys in in Salzburg. You start you actually would be getting better returns in in the top's finest because it's doubled in price because it's so cheap. Like, do you see that too in FIFA Ultimate Team? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, because there's uh, most players, not all of them. It just depends on the cards that EA put out for a certain player. Yeah, but like yeah. uh, in FIFA this year, Holland has a couple different special cards. That we, what, that's what we call it in FIFA. So he has like an inform for where he had one really good game. He has a team of the group stage card for where he did. Uh, he scored a bunch of goals in the group stage of Champions League this year. So we got a card yeah. for that with, okay, with gotcha. improved stats. And then... So we, I think he has three special cards in FIFA right now. So they're all at different price points because they all have different stats, um, but they all move differently on the market because they're different levels of rarity and different designs. So they look different and people value some designs more than other ones because they look cooler. <laughs> right, so, that makes sense. Hey, that's yeah. that's how I, that's sometimes how I make decisions when I buy a card too, which is kind of funny. Yeah. So yeah, there, there's definitely is something to be said about different variations of a card and how that moves on the market for sure. So, okay. It's just super crazy. Cause it literally sounds like, it literally sounds like the same exact thing, except one's virtual ones in IRL, like you're saying. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that's, I guess, different is you're not using your IRL cards, like in a game or like game play game, with them yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing. That's the yep. only thing. Yeah. Um, well, at least you have match attacks, but I, I don't know how much you're going to be using match yeah, attacks. Yeah, true. Match <laughs> attacks actually have stats on them too. but And in FIFA, I guess you wouldn't get a card graded as well because like it's fake. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure it will be Gen Mint. If <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you get, everything will be PSA 10. Um, but has there been a player that you looked at and was like kind of like um, has risen up in the ranks in FIFA um, Ultimate Team that hasn't really been talked about in the card market? I'm just curious. Um, I know that's kind of hard to put you on a spot like that. Yeah, that's an interesting one because, I mean, there's definitely a lot of players in FIFA that get a lot of FaceTime that probably don't get as much FaceTime, even in real world soccer and football, like um, guys that have really cool cards because EA, the more and more, the further we get in FIFA, the more and more special cards that come out there. So like, yeah. I mean, we have legends of players of old, like Fernando Torres and Patrick Vieira, Gianfranco Zola okay I see and we have cards saying. like we have cards like that and then we also have like brand new cards and you know guys like Alfonso Davies and um I don't think Pedri has a card in FIFA actually at least oh I'm really aware of yeah what, what are you guys doing FIFA <laughs> <laughs> but like uh Dest has a card in FIFA that this this right. year was his first card and so yeah that that part's kind of interesting but uh I feel like a lot of the stuff that we see in FIFA like I've learned about so many real life soccer players based off of FIFA that Same. I probably would have never have learned about if I was Same. just collecting cards and watching football yeah. on TV. So hundred percent, hundred percent. I have no shame in that. And I, I remember when I first got into to soccer cards, I actually used to just go through like um, football manager stuff, football manager. Oh, yeah. um, I would go through FIFA, go through the cards, right? Um, I would see what's the ratings and everything like that. Um, just, it's just, it's just really cool to use it hand in hand. Like, I think a lot of, mm -hmm. a lot of times people are just like really old school about it. Like you have to watch every single game of like a prospect that's like in South America. Um, and you don't right. necessarily have to do that sometimes because FIFA and fo fo football manager, they basically do the, our job essentially. Right. 
Yeah, good point. They do. Yeah, so. Yeah. But um, so what's the biggest surprise have you gotten from SAR cards? You know, like what's the when you made the jump to SAR cards, what has been the biggest surprise to you? Has there been anything? Um, I guess start, let's start off the good and we'll we'll talk a little bit more. Maybe things that you're kind of disappointed in. Um, I guess maybe the good thing is, is that I feel so like in place, like it just feels natural because of the different variations of cards, like the parallels, like you mentioned, and um just the whole that there's a market and there's demand and there's supply and there's um people that want to buy cards and yeah. there's you know like even the breaks with, with the in relation to fifa with the pack openings so i think the biggest thing that surprised me though was just the amount of money that people are willing to spend on certain cards like you know i'm seeing psa 10 true rookie Mbappe's in the thousands of dollars. And then I see your Instagram posts of like Ronaldo's selling over oh. $10,000 and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, that's crazy. So yeah, what idiots. <laughs> I'm not saying you're an idiot. I don't no, I'm, one, just <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'm done messing with you. But no, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I didn't know how much money was in cards either until I started seeing like what, what was going on, which is, you know, it's, it's, it, make, it helps, right? Right, yeah. So what's the most expensive card, I guess, in FIFA Ultimate Team, you don't mind me asking? Well, it's right now it's about to change because, well, actually, no, it's not. Because there is a some of the icons, we call them, or like legends of uh, old. Really? Um, so R9, Ronaldo, um, he has a card on the market that's his prime version. So all the icons in FIFA, there's four different versions. They have a base, a middle, a prime, and a prime moments. The okay. prime moments aren't out in the game yet, but the prime R9 card is basically 13 to 15 million coins on the PlayStation console. So that, that's, that, that's that's literally like the the most expensive a card could be because there's price ranges in FIFA. Yeah, yeah. And no price range goes higher than 15 million coins, and his card sells for around 13 to 15 million. Wait, so Nate, you're, so you're telling me legends are actually the most expensive in FIFA as well? Uh. For the most part, yes. For the there's, most part. Right. Like in the next couple of days, there's going to be like a 99 rated Ronaldo that will come out of the team of the year promotion. <laughs> oh, crap. That's and crazy. That's probably going to cost somewhere around like the seven to eight million coin range. But okay. yeah, there, there are some really elite level icons and legends that will be the most expensive. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense now. Because I was just wondering how you were like looking into what because you know, we talk a lot on Instagram, like, I was just like, how does this guy get into for FIFA ultimate? Because I when you think about FIFA ultimate team, you're always thinking about your prospecting, you're using young guys, right, or using players that are playing right now. Uh, and you're like talking about legends with me. I'm just like, man, they, you know, you know what to do. Because like if, on our channel, we always like tell people, you know, go modern Martin's fun but like if you really want to make the real real money it's vintage you know yeah and that's where I've kind of even my soccer card collecting has kind of been based around what you guys have been doing too with like your theory of going after the the older stuff like I have a Baggio sticker that I picked oh, up shoot. do you really I do yeah so like I really like looking at that older stuff too because it makes sense like a lot of what you're talking about and, and in the game it's true as well because the reason why some of those icons are so expensive is because they're some of the most rare cards in the game and they're very hard to pack so yeah, I'm not. Now I'm starting to wonder, like, if FIFA like copied the soccer card market yeah. or the other way around. Like, who, someone's copying somebody else. I don't know. I don't yeah. think this is just osmosis. <laughs> yeah, yep. I think I would assume that actual soccer cards came first before FIFA did, because I think FIFA Maybe. started. Most likely. Ultimate Team started in 2010, 
2009. So yeah, yeah. I think Socrates was in the 1800s. So unless yep. they're playing FIFA back then, I don't know. <laughs> is there is there a FIFA? Like, do they play FIFA in the in the dirt or something? I don't know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's crazy. Um, so have you seen any crossover, though? Because you have a huge community. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I, when I go on your YouTube channel, it is just popping, man. People are just like just having their own conversations in there. It's exactly what a community should be. Um, have you seen any crossover, though? Like, you don't have to say yes or no. Like, you don't have to say like, yes. <laughs> like, you mean people that people that watch me that collect soccer cards? Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen yeah, any yeah, absolutely. Because there's been a couple of times on stream. I remember like on the Twitch stream where I'll mention something about, Hey, like check out this card that I got, or like, I kind of have it sitting behind me in my stream. It's a little okay, bit hard cool. to see, but, um, I've had a couple people comment like, Hey, I've seen you in, uh, like these break streams, like <laughs> just watching or interacting in the chat and saying hi or whatever. And they're like, yeah, I collect too. And I'm like, Oh no way. That's pretty sick. So yeah, it's not like overwhelming, but there's definitely right. been, there's definitely been some people that have said something about, Hey, like I collect too. So I think that's really cool. Okay. Okay. That, that's good to know. That's good to know. Cause I, I hear it all the time. Um, I just haven't really ran, ran into it very much or people don't really tell me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and I feel like that might be sort of an untapped market as well, because people that like FIFA and that get into FIFA a little more hardcore, like I do, I mean, I would a hundred percent think that they would find enjoyment in soccer card collecting as well. So it maybe that's something that I can, uh, you know, influence in the community and get more people into collecting. Dude, yes. Um, you could tell them to buy all by Jaden Sancho, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we're like holding the bag on Jaden Sancho. It's like not even funny. Uh, that's funny. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So have you seen, so what's something that you don't, um, I guess it was kind of like something you're not really as happy about with soccer cards. Cause like, you know, I think soccer cards is such a new market that there's so much going on. There's like a lot of good and, and there's some bad, let's be real about it. Yeah. Um, so have you seen anything that you kind of wish it was better? Um, I guess, I don't know, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I definitely, I've seen some of your posts lately about like some of the misconceptions about what's a true rookie card and oh yeah, some, some like fake versions of like, holland's old cards uh or something oh, reprints. like that like reprints reprints know, um, <laughs> if it was fake or not but re yeah reprints exactly and so some of that stuff is kind of like whoa like you know and of course you're dealing with like ebay or whatever like that there could be some shady stuff that you see on there too and making sure that everything's legit and nothing is like you know again like reprinted or like a, a fake or something like that yeah, which yeah i don't think happens too often but i'm sure there's no. something out there that or even just like people not posting good photos of their cards or like <laughs> taking an angle of where, you know, it's got a bent corner. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what type of camera are you using? Like a two, it's yeah. like a two megapixel, like, <laughs> bro, like I can't see none of that, you know? Yeah. But no, like not really. So okay. overall, like the people that I've talked to in the card collecting world have been so awesome. And it, it seems to have a really, really cool community too. So sweet. Hey, that's good to know. That's good because I'm just always wondering uh, what new people are thinking about. That that's really important to me oh, yeah. to figure out because there's a lot going on. You know, I think one other thing that you really that made me happy was like you when you went into the soccer market, like you kind of just were asking me about just rookies. Like you were going for rookies for for a lot of these players, and I think that's really good, man. I think that's good. I think a lot of times people chase like the the shinier things, right? Yeah. And I think it's still okay. Um, but if you have a good opportunity to get a rookie, it's just nothing beats a rookie, like in our opinion. 
Yeah, no, I totally understand that. And that's kind of the the economic supply demand, wanting to get the best 100%. investment possible part of me that is coming out when I say that too. So, yeah, that's hundred percent, bro. That's so that, yeah, it, it, it's just crazy. Like people should hear about that. Like you're, cause like for us, a lot of times we get a lot of people come in and they just want prism, 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 which is good. I think prism, you can make a lot of money with prism, but yeah. I think you can make the most and meaningful money in rookies. You know? Yeah, no, for sure. Like I, of all the cards that I've, invested in so far i feel like it probably 80 percent of them are are rookies or a world cup rookie or like a rookie sticker or something like that so that's good yeah. would well, you have any questions though for us at all um regarding hmm. the star cards i know uh we went through a lot of things and everything but um yeah if you have anything you can shoot it out to us <laughs> i think the the number one thing that i'm always curious about is like for fifa we have this one website that's called footbin so f-u-t-b-i-n yeah. um and it it tracks all of the prices for like all of the cards in the game and it's so helpful like being able to acknowledge and realize trends and stuff and i know there's card ladder for yeah. soccer cards but like i'm still i'm learning that you kind of have to use like the ebay sold page as kind of like a reference for where cards have been selling at and it's not as easy as just looking at a graph and seeing all the sales and seeing where everything has been at. So, yeah, we're not as sophisticated right now as people ultimate team. <laughs> but yeah, I guess my question is like, how do you know when, like, what's a deal, you know? Cause obviously you can look at the eBay sold listings, but then like not every card is the exact same cause they're all in a different condition and stuff like that. So yeah, that's a good raw. question. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, so if you're talking about raw, I, we talk about this a lot. It's always based on the condition. Like, mm -hmm. you know, what can you, what do you think you can do uh, with that card? Is, is it going to grade well? Is it going to grade um, poorly? So that that really phases, phases it into me. An another thing I look into, obviously, the solds, the last solds. So I always like to look at the last three or four solds, unless it's like a super rare card. Okay. Like, I think the difference in with like really rare cards, vintage cards, like, I don't negotiate that stuff. Like, I'm just like, okay, you know, if this is the price you want. That's all I could do. Cause he has the power. He has leverage on us. But right. when there's like, um, just talking about a sticker, I look at three, the last three or four or five solds, um, based on the condition. And then another thing I do is I sometimes just go, especially if they have a best offer. Yeah. Um, there's a few things I do. I usually go to see their store and you can actually see what they sold on their store as well. Okay. So I go through their store, um, super stalker like, <laughs> um, and then what I do is like you can see what type of best offers they have accepted, uh, and then I'll look them up right. And I'll see where they're moving. Like, is it twenty percent off, thirty percent off? So I don't like get them pissed. You see yeah. what I'm trying to say? So that's yeah. what I do. That's one thing I do. Another thing is if I really want the card and like I like I really I I just DM them like, hey man, um, you know, do you have an Instagram or something like that? That's how I figure out if there's a deal. But I usually don't really negotiate too much. If like, I don't know if it's like two or three dollars off. I don't know if that makes sense. That helps or not. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I totally know what you mean. I think one other question I might have is this is a common question that I get all the time because people want to know how to make coins on FIFA. But like coming from a investing standpoint, how do you know? This is very broad, but how do you know who to invest in? You know, Ooh, that's so a that's probably a question you get all the time, right? Yeah. Oh man, it depends on your goal, right? It's true. Yeah. It depends on your goal. Like, you know, what are you looking, trying to do? Uh, you know, for example, most times when people ask that, I'm assuming they're doing short-term opportunities, yeah. uh, sh short-term opportunities. You got to find inefficiencies in the market. That's, that's, that's what we, 
that's what we do very, very good. Like, I think people are, people, I don't really talk about this too much, but uh, which is a good question. Uh, we look for inefficiency. So for example, when we see PSA 10 start going out of hand, like, you know, the prices start getting really expensive. Mm -hmm. We start looking at PSA 9s, right? There's always a yeah. lag effect. There's, a, I don't know if there, something like that in FIFA Ultimate Team, but there's always a lag effect. So PSA 9s are a good opportunity at that time. But gotcha. then you'll notice that PSA 8s also, huge, huge tip, PSA 8s right now are super undervalued. Um, mm -hmm. we, are, we have been flipping PSA 8s like crazy right now. Like if you bought a PSA 8 Messi Prism 2014, uh, way like just a month ago for 50 bucks, you could just flip that for $100 right now or $90. Really? Yeah, dude. And uh, we did that with a Mundi Chromo uh, 2004 Messi. We bought that for $500 and we flipped it for $900 the other day. Wow. Yeah, so it's all about trying to figure out what the inefficiencies are. Like you never want to buy in the hype. Like right now, who are, who's hype right now? Pogba. All right, we just posted about right. Pogba. I would not be buying Pogba. Gotcha. Especially Pogba, because he's never, <laughs> he, he's, he's class when he feels like it, but sometimes he just doesn't feel like it. I don't know what's yep. going on. Yeah. Um, and then just figuring out when, like, you know, selling is is probably the hardest part, I think, for a lot of people. They don't, yeah. they get too uh, emotional to their uh, players. I don't yeah. know. Do you get that with FIFA Ultimate Team? Do you get emotional with your investments? Well, if it's purely for an investment to make coins, no, but I know a lot of people like if you buy a card for your team, like there's a there's a really special version of Harry Kane that I haven't bought yet. Uh, but like, I know that once I get that card in my club, I'm going to want to use it for the rest of the year, no matter where his price goes. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. But yeah, just give me, um, the best best places are just if you're going to go with mid range players, like I know you said you like Harry Kane, you like Sun, mm -hmm. those the yeah. rookies are such an undervalued thing those are so so undervalued and when you look at prospects obviously you want to go with their key cards and stuff like that mm -hmm. yeah it just, it's just crazy man like whoever's hype don't buy it whoever's not hype yep. you should start buying them like i don't know if that's yeah. i think that's the exact same concept with like fifa ultimate team yeah to an extent for sure and i think the the flipping part is something that we do on fifa as well like the short-term yeah. trades because they're just like in the real life soccer card market stuff fluctuates up and down like in a two month span because of people that want to invest and people, you know, something happens and like uh, with the euros coming up, right. You probably expect some cars to go up maybe from like France, if they play really well or something like exactly. that. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So euros. like a short term stuff like that happens in FIFA a lot too. And that's something that I'm trying to get better at and capitalize on more is with the flipping and the short term, like you talked about with the PSA eights that you had flipped uh, just kind of maybe just having a list of cards that I watch and watch the prices fluctuate. And so. Yeah. PSA eights, bro. Look at, look at them. Like, okay. It is so, it's so slept on right now. It's like not even funny. Um, but another thing is if it's like, we're talking about long-term, which yeah. is primarily what we do the most, most of the time. Um, long-term dude, legends, legends, legends. Like if you get R nine first world cup or just anyway, you know, um, mm -hmm. I know there's a player that you want to talk about, but I don't want I don't want to put it out there. Um, but you know, there's a lot of different players. Like, dude, it's just crazy right now. Like, if you get rookies of these legends, you're yeah. gonna make like crazy money. Like, I'm talking about real money. So yeah, yeah. I think some of the legends are. I, I bought a lot of, you know, I, and I got a couple cards in front of me. I have a Griezmann rookie card that I bought. I have a James Rodriguez that I bought, both graded. I've got a Harry Kane rookie sticker. I have a, a Zlatan 2002 World Cup card oh, dope, bro um but like 
I feel like I need to break into the the big boys. Like I need to get a Dino, I need to get a Messi, a Ronaldo, yes. and yes, I'm trying please. to like you know like flip a couple of my smaller things to help get to that bigger purchase in in that sort of sense. So yeah, man, that, that's how you're supposed to do it. You know, that's okay. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to do it. Um, you know, I, even though Griezmann isn't having like this campaign that he really wants to have, or even Hamas, right? Yeah. Like you're still kind of safe because you have the rookies and I can almost guarantee you could probably reset. Like mm-hmm. you probably could flip it back for what you got it for, but that's not necessarily the case. If you got the prism. I got you. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Like, and I remember when I bought this Hamas sticker, it's a 9.5 BGS 9.5 Hamas Rodriguez sticker. And it was, I remember seeing it on the sold page. Like it sold two months before I bought it. It sold for like $200 and I got oh, it for wow. like 90 bucks. Oh, and, dude, that's crazy. So yeah, would, I'm like, all right, let's go Hamas, score a few goals, get hyped up, <laughs> and, and like, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, he still has a good opportunity, you know. Like, And, and yeah. the thing is, you can always go right back at it because, like, there's a lot of Hamas Rodriguez collectors out there. Like, they're super diehard. Yeah, collectors. I know. That's the coolest thing about this, too, is, like, I know that a lot of people that like to collect Sun, you know, like, Sun is the biggest Asian footballer in the world right now. And ever, I mean, Ever, probably, right? Ever? Yeah, true. Like, From, I don't know I if think he's so. going to get ever like is he gonna get overtaken anytime soon i don't think so oh, i don't know i mean i would like lee king into because he's my Valencia. <laughs> he's from valencia that's my favorite team okay um, yeah yeah that'll be nice but like dude son like i mean there's jason park but like i mean if you ask me who i want to grow up to be i'll be like son you know <laughs> he's like dating like a k-pop star too it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so like that part of me is, is like yeah son could be a pretty good buy too you know so yeah but yeah, I mean, this whole thing is just, it's, it's so awesome. And I really feel myself getting into it and I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. So I love it. <laughs> dude, for sure, dude. I, I want to see you get like a, uh, a, a sun, do you have a sun rookie sticker, right? Or no? Um, I don't have a sun rookie sticker. I'm on the hunt for one. Uh, I have a sun, like his true rookie card, like his first card I have. Oh, dope. Um, the Bundesliga one. Yeah. The, it's a Leverkusen one. So. Yeah. Oh, dude, those are those are nice too. Yeah, we're we're chasing one too. Actually, we really we only have that. We dude, the only sun we have is this the one that I showed you like the other day. <laughs> oh yeah, I actually I actually got two of those as well. Once oh, I did you? you? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I was I, like, I need that golden one sun tablet. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if this is gonna really be any worth anything, but hey, this is a, this is a dope sticker. Like seriously. Yeah. And it was like a dollar or two dollars something like yeah that, i was so. like dude that, that's sick so i was gonna ask you so are you getting any more emotional with like real cards at all or you're still in that investment mode like hey i gotta really make sure i'm, I'm turning a profit um no like there's definitely some in here like i have a harry kane this harry kane sticker that i got um that's dope man i know man and it's in super super good condition and i would probably get it graded at some point and I got, I think I got a really good deal on it too, but I mean, those are the cards probably that I would feel the most like attached to. And, and that was this Laton guy when I first started watching uh, yeah. soccer. So like his, I have two of his cards, the 2002. So like those kind of, you know, mean a little bit extra to me too, but so I'll see, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You, you kind of sound like a collector when you talk about them. That's, I'm, that's all I'm saying. You sound like okay. you're a collector. So not, not as much of an investor. So, <laughs> okay. All right, all right. So, which is good. I think it's good and bad. Like, I think it's mostly good because when you're a collector, you actually kind of understand who you're selling it to. And yeah, people, the collectors are one, the ones that pay the big bucks. Right. And I think that I have not had much experience selling yet. Like I've sold, I bought 
kind of a, I bought a lot of 18 Hyunmin Sun stickers from his first World Cup. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's smart. And uh, and I've I've sold two of them now, and like I've made a profit on them both, which is really cool. But like I haven't been as much accustomed to selling as I have to buying yet. So I think once I start selling more and seeing these cards go up, I'll be like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna take my money on this. You know, like, that was <laughs> you know, a good I investment. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. That, that's but. awesome. That's really awesome to hear, though, man. Um, but hey, listen, um, you want to add anything else on, on this uh, channel? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, soccer Ready to card find collecting. You too. I want plug plug away awesome. too. <laughs> oh, plug. I mean. You guys have helped me so much with this. And there's one other guy, his name is Hayden from uh, the Amazing Game Collected. I think it's, it's a Shout game. Shout out. Shout uh, out. He's helped me a ton with this stuff too. So, I mean, hopefully I can help you guys with some FIFA trading tips or something in return at some point. <laughs> hey, I was going to say, when are we going to get a game together? That's that's the real question. Oh, we, we can we can hook that up anytime. I got an Xbox. <laughs> well, wait, what's your formation? What's your formation? What's your go-to formation? I wanted to hear about that. I like the 4-1-2-1-2 narrow. That's kind of my oh, formation. Dude, I used to play that all the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to play that all the time. I like the just the tight, quick passing, send a striker through, and yeah. So you're not a whiff guy, I could tell. A, a what? You 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 don't like the whiff. You like oh, you no, like I like you go, I like you like go yeah, straight central. down people's throat. <laughs> yeah, man, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome, man. Well, Nate, thank you so much for coming on this uh, channel. Uh, make sure to follow Nate at the Foot Accountant on youtube and also on twitch i know you have an instagram as well a twitter you're on all you're all over place actually yeah um, did i miss anything else or no nope, that's good <laughs> okay all right awesome well thank you guys for tuning in make sure to wait, rate and subscribe that would mean the world to us and talk to you guys soon